This show is brought to you by Safety FM. sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And um, another yes in case you didn't hear the first few. How are you on this lovely Friday known as Dia de los Reyes? Um, or, you know, this lovely Friday, January the 6th, uh, depending on how you want to take a look around and doing all that kind of fun stuff. It is day number six of the year, so it's going to be blatantly obvious over the next month um, when I say the day of the year because it will coincide with the date. Um, there is 359 days remaining before it's all over with. So how have you been? How are things? Um, how's it hanging? Are you excited about our free form Friday, the first one of the year? Because uh, that is what kind of makes it an interesting time. Uh, that is for sure, as we get to do all the lovely stuff that we are doing. We are broadcasting from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida, and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff at. Radio. Oh, yes, hanging out with those people over there at Radio Big. And, yes, we do do a lot. Of, uh, we do do. Yes, we do do. It's uh, what I just said. Uh, we do a lot of stuff with them over there. Uh, so it always is a fun time. Anyways, if you want to interact with the show, it's an easy thing to do by going into callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. That will get everything moving and grooving and going your general direction if you are so inclined to do so. Uh, you'll have some different options of doing some different things inside of there, anywhere from video chatting to chatting away via audio messages or even just text messaging, uh, my preferred method if you're asking right there. And if you want to take a look at the video aspect of what we do around here, because keep in mind this is a radio show that follows into a podcast that follows into three hours of Jay Allen in the morning show. So you got a whole bunch of stuff going on there. And keep in mind that the podcast is only hour one of this thing, as we refer to it as the Rated R Safety Show. Um, and a lot of uh, companies don't love taking your copyrighted music and uh, putting into a podcast, which we have learned throughout the years. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on right there. Um, so let's start talking immediately on what the hell was going on, Ayed, inside of the world of what the hell was trending. Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so trending yesterday was hashtag 
Shut Up Harry was trending Thursday after Prince Harry's memoir Spare was leaked early in some stores in Spain. Uh, we can talk a little bit more about that if you want to know what the hell's going on. Hashtag Damar Hamlin was, um, or Hamlin was strong uh, later on Twitter Top 10 Trends after the 24-year-old Buffalo Bills player made a remarkable progress of his long road to recovery. We can talk a little bit more about that if you'd like. Uh, new COVID was trending after multiple outlets reported about a fast-spreading new variant of the virus. Nicolas Cage was trending after the trailer for his new Dracula film, Renfield, dropped on Thursday. And then, of course, Twitter users and Stranger Things fans reacted to the star's Noah Schnapps. Big news on Thursday. We can talk a little bit more about that if you'd like, probably on the secondary hour show, um, just in case. Uh, cause that's kind of that stuff that we talk about over there. So with that being said, let's talk about what we do. We talk about safety in the news, news and safety, uh, cause that makes it kind of an easier aspect of as we go through the things. People always ask that lovely question on why, why news? Well, if you go in with some safety jargon starting off and not kind, not tempting to be, uh, coherent on what is going on in the world, people don't seem to care too much. So um, I always like to tell people, let's start it off with uh, something sly and then kind of move from there. So that's the easiest way to do it. We do bring in some professional broadcasters just so you kind of keep it on the on the down low here. Um, and they tell you what the hell is going on. So I always like that because they get to, to spray away on what the hell is going on. So don't worry. We were going to sit back right now. We're going to relax. And we are going to hear from the professional broadcasters. And they're going to tell us what the hell's going on right now. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy is still without enough votes to become Speaker of the House, although a deal may be on the horizon. McCarthy says it's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's the entire conference is going to have to learn how to work together. So it's better that we go through this process right now so we can achieve the things we want to achieve for the American public. The House adjourned Thursday night and will reconvene at noon Eastern today. McCarthy lost five more floor votes, marking 11 straight ballot losses. Every speaker since 1923 has been elected after just one vote. President Biden will mark the two-year anniversary of the January the 6th Capitol attack today. Biden is expected to award the second-highest civilian honor, the Presidential Citizens Medal, to law enforcement officers who defended the building during the riot. He'll also present medals to election workers and officials who rejected efforts by former President Trump to overturn the results of the 2020 election. The ceremony will mark the first time that Biden has given out the Presidential Citizens Medal. The son of notorious drug lord El Chapo is in custody in Mexico. Brian Shook has the details. Reports say the Mexican army captured prominent cartel leader Ovidio Guzman Lopez during a raid in the northern state of Sinaloa Thursday. The operation led to several clashes between authorities and armed groups. Ovidio was previously arrested by federal authorities in 2019, but was ordered to be released by the president of Mexico to avoid bloodshed. El Chapo was convicted in the U.S. in 2019 on multiple counts, including engaging in a continuing criminal enterprise. I'm Brian Shook. And the oldest person in the U.S. has died. Bessie Hendricks of Iowa died on Tuesday after celebrating her 115th birthday just last month. The Gerontology Research Group says with her passing, the country's oldest living person is now 114-year-old Edie Ceccarelli of California. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves only on Safety FM. The U.S. is continuing to enforce immigration laws. Let me be clear. Title 42 or not, the border is not open. So said DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas just after President Biden announced he would expand Title 42 expulsions. That means also opening more legal pathways for immigration. Mayorkas said the country's system is broken, outdated, and in desperate need of reform. He said those from Venezuela, Nicaragua, Cuba, and Haiti who try to unlawfully cross into the U.S. will be swiftly expelled to Mexico, encouraging those citizens to stay where they are and apply for proper authorization. 
At least 10 people were reportedly injured after a shooting at a Florida restaurant. Cops say the shooting happened outside the Licking restaurant in Miami Gardens around 8 p.m. Thursday. They haven't confirmed the number of injured people, though witnesses report hearing over a dozen gunshots. The shooting may have involved rappers French Montana and Rob 49, who were recording a music video in the area. Paramedics took four of the victims to hospitals, while other victims drove themselves. One of the victims is in critical condition. Peloton is being hit with a big fine over a treadmill recall. Lisa Taylor explains. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission announced the fitness company has agreed to pay a $19 million penalty as part of a settlement. Peloton recalled its Tread and Tread Plus treadmills in May 2021 after the death of a child and dozens of other injuries. Regulators said Peloton knowingly failed to immediately report to CPSC as required by law. The commission said Peloton received over 150 reports about incidents with the treadmills before it filed a report. I'm Lisa Taylor. And Hawaii's Kilauea volcano is erupting again. The active volcano had been spewing lava for two weeks straight back in early December. The U.S. Geological Survey says Kilauea began erupting again around 4.30 Thursday afternoon. Video of the eruption shows a pool of lava forming in the volcano's crater. Alert levels on Hawaii's big island have been raised from watch to warning, and aviators have been given a code red. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Another pitfall of our society. Rated R Safety Show. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes. Cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment. And that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, vanishes you to vanishes, prove to the police vanishes. that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home title locks put a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to home title lock and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO, that's R-A-D-I-O, that's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. Olivia from Washington. Laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do airplanes fly? What's in this box? Is this tree good for climbing? How are babies made? What does this thing do? Kids are curious about everything, including guns. Talking to them about gun safety in your home is a good first step, but you can do more. Always keep your guns locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady and the Ad Council. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and were not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is... Mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations 
to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. Listen at your own risk. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. Listening at your own risk. It is 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely, yes, it's this very lovely Friday. It's that Freeform Friday. Um, I used to have a boss that would call it FOF, uh, which really stood for Fuck Off Friday because he said that we would come into work to really do nothing. And I guess that's um, kind of the way that he looked at the world. I don't know how you look at it. Do you feel like you do a lot of work on Friday? Um, I have friends out there that, uh, you know, they do half days on Friday. And I have even um, gotten to the point where I understand that there's people out there that don't do shit on Friday. And I don't blame them. Um, if you can have the four-day work week and the three-week on um, the three-weekend day, that would be fantastic. I remember years ago hearing about a particular, um, we'll say broadcaster, that had a four-day work week and ten weeks vacation. And I was like, wow. That definitely sounds like the goal in life to have, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, let's move forward real quick with some things that are going on inside of the world of the news. So let's get you right away into the shit list because that is what we do around here. The officer affidavit used to issue the arrest warrant to the lead suspect in Moscow, Idaho, slaying was unsealed on Thursday as as the Brian, what is it, Korberger, um, appeared in court. One bizarre loose end includes a roommate in the house telling the officer that the murderer walked right past them after they opened their bedroom door to investigate strange sounds during the attack. The person the roommate identified was wearing a mask over his face and was described as a 5 foot 10 inch tall man uh, with bushy eyebrows. That roommate was not been or has not been identified. Ultimately, investigators use cell phone tracking data that um, that leads out of the white sedan and narrowed their search to Brian. They then connected DNA collected from his parents' house in Pennsylvania to the DNA found on a on a leather knife uh, holder that was left at the scene of the crime. So there you go. So um, great that they caught him. And, of course, innocent until proven guilty, so let's make sure that we're clear here. But also, it kind of makes you wonder about what exactly do the Cellielis do for you um, in regards of the uh, triangulation and finding you out and where you're located. I mean, this is be realistic and talk about that side of the equation. What do you think about that? Because here's my question to you. If you are like uh, most users, you more than likely have a cell phone and do not have a home phone, right? But why is it that if you sign up for 911, and I did say sign up for 911, let's make sure that we're clear, it does state that you need to sign up and put where you're mostly located in regards if you have to call 911. But if they're able to triangulate exactly where you're located, number one, how long of time does it take? And I'm talking about, you know, the police uh, or emergency services. So why do you need to do this? Maybe that's the other question to ask. Anyway, take a listen to this. Add one to FTX former top lawyers to the list of Sam Bankman Freed associated actively cooperating with the investigation. Reuters reports that exclusively on Thursday, the former lawyer Daniel Friedberg first met with prosecutors on November the 22nd last year that included representatives from the Justice Department, FBI, and SEC, and outlined the fraud. Friedberg reportedly told prosecutors that he knew of Bank of Bankman Freed use of customers' funds to finance his business empire. Worth noting, SBF has denied any knowledge of exactly this. So that's going to be um, interesting to see as we are talking. Anyways, the son of the incarcerated drug lord El Chapo was arrested by Mexican authorities on Thursday. Ovidio Guzman is believed to be a high-ranking member of the notorious 
uh, drug cartel. Video has circulated online on Thursday of what appeared to be the Mexican police in a shootout with the cartel thugs uh, who appeared to try to rescue their boss. So there you go. Some interesting stuff there. Pope Francis um, said mass for his uh, predecessor funeral Thursday. Um, well, let's see. At the St. Peter's, at St. Peter's, City and Vatican. Wow, I can't even talk. The Associated Press describes the eulogy as more as a meditation on Christ and a remembrance of Benedict the Sixteenth, born Joseph uh, Ranzinger. Uh, Benedict was the first pope in more than six hundred years to retire from the job uh, before his death. He reportedly didn't think to um, didn't think to live as long as he did after leading the global Catholic Church. An estimated fifty thousand people attended the mass. Think about that: fifty thousand people showed up to your funeral. I mean, that's saying something. I mean, think about it from the weirdest standpoint in life. What kind of impact did you have on people's life that they were there? Fifty thousand people showing up to your funeral. I mean, not that you're going to know it. Let's just be realistic. Unless that virtual reality thing that we talked. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. Anyways, Amazon is laying off more more than seasonal workers uh, to help complete millions of orders ahead of the Christmas holiday. The company announced on Thursday that they're going to let go of 18,000 people, including some of their human resources department and brick-and-mortar Amazon stores. Worth remembering, last November, Amazon CEO Andy Jassy estimated that the company would axe about 10,000 employee, employees heading into, 10, uh, into 2023. Meanwhile, Bed Bath & Beyond said that in a public letter on Thursday that it is considering bankruptcy among other financial measures to improve its profitability. Sales of the of the home goods company were down 30% year over year as their physical third quarter, which they blame lower customer traffic and reduced levels of inventory availability and decreased revenue amounts of 385.8 million dollar loss per quarter. Uh the news sent the stock down about 30%, but wait Delta Airlines says it's going to stop charging customers for Wi-Fi at most of its domestic flights starting next month. The service will be available on more than 500 planes. Most airlines offer connectivity while in the sky, but it usually comes with some kind of cost. But there's just one catch. You'll need to be a member of their frequent flyer program, but it is free to join because let's talk about it, baby. If you can give me your data, that is worth more than uh, the $5, the $10, the $8, the $20 uh, of doing the free Wi-Fi. I'm telling you, because guess what I get to do now? Market, market, market. Yep, that's isn't that sad, the reality that we live in? Uh, that that's what it comes to, but it's exactly what it is. Anyways, it is currently 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Hopefully you are enjoying your time here on Freeform Friday because it is still Freeform Friday. Let's do this real quick. Let's bring some John Small in real quick and let him tell us about what the hell is going on in the market. Minute for Friday, January 5th, 2023. Equity markets dived on Thursday following hotter than expected employment data from ADP. The report shows a strong 235,000 jobs were created in December, which is 50% more than expected. The news set a jolt through the market because it reinforces the idea that the FOMC will hold rates at higher levels than previously anticipated for longer than previously forecast. Today's data includes the NFP report, which could echo the ADP report's strength. Next week is the start of peak earnings reporting. We'll get reports from the big banks and a host of other key companies. So by the end of next week, we should have a good idea of what the season will look like. While there has been strength in some areas already, the news is thin, and strength is spotty. A weaker-than-forecast season in a world where estimates decline would seal the deal regarding the S&P 500 and where it goes next. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, John Small, for that information right there because we need to know. Yo, come on, we need to know. Come on, baby, we need to know. Oh, no, that's a song. What the? What was going on with me today? You know, what's going on? Anyways, let's talk real quick about what the hell was going on when I found and looked into the Dow. The Dow lost about 339 points to close on Thursday at 32,930. The S&P lost about 44 points to close at 3,808. And the Nasdaq lost about 153 points to close at 10,305. 
West Texas Intermediate was trading at about $74 a barrel. Brent crude was at $78. The national average of a price of a gallon of gas rose to $3.28. Bitcoin remained flat, uh, trading just around $16,800. There was 7,950 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States, and there was about 916 cancellations. Yes, I did say 916. Uh, so let's talk real quick. If um, you're looking for some new movie movies um, going on real quick, and you are staying at home and you want some of the video-on-demand services, Black and Blue will be going on to Amazon Prime, Jurassic World Dominion, and Power Rangers. If you want to know what's going on to HBO Max, The Nun, new to Hulu is Bromates, and new to Netflix is, here we go, you ready? Take a listen, The Pale Blue Eye. So that's what's going on over there. Now, let's go all the way to the other further side of the equation. If you're looking for movies um, that are going into the movie theater, let's talk about these real quick. Megan, yes, a robotic program, uh, a robot child to help her orphaned niece cope with tragedy. That comes out today. That's a horror mystery. And then uh, women talking. In 2010, the women of an isolated religious community grapple with the reconciliation of brutal reality with their faith. Yeah, that comes that comes out today. Uh, women talking. Runa Amara. Runa Mara is in that one. So that will be interesting. I also have a list of the most anticipated movies coming out for 2023. If you want to, in hour two of this thing, we'll talk about that. You can come over to radiobig.fm and take a listen. Listen, we're on there on iHeartRadio as well. And I'm not talking about iHeartRadio podcasting because, you know, hey, there's nothing wrong with being on there. But if you want to take a listen to the live station yes the live station we are under the streaming services on iheart radio yeah 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 some stuff going on right there as we are able to do it do it um inside of there there is no doubt about that anyways let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of the world of the news a suspect is behind bars with a hit and run collision that killed um a popular foster mom in south los angeles the victim's husband says that he can forgive the suspect yes i did say that he can forgive i forgive you okay you panic that's it a 55 year old man arrested on thursday is accused of killing 62 year old trina newman townsend on christmas eve newman townsend was hit after dropping off christmas gifts at a shelter a witness says the driver sped through a red light hitting her newson townsend was a foster mother evangelist and philanthropist so there you go it's a lot of stuff and for somebody to be able to turn around and say so quickly i forgive you you definitely have a forgiving heart because i don't think that i am that kind of person Keeping it real, keeping it real. I mean, hey, think about it for a moment. Take a listen to this. The executive director of the Mississippi Department of Environmental Quality is pushing back against the claims that the department discriminated against the city of Jackson and refused to uh, to fund improvements to the city uh, failing water system. Abrey Connor, director of the Environmental and Climate Justice with the NAACP, says the response is baseless and the city is not using this opportunity to show what it wants to do to help residents. Utilizing its time to, again, spread misinformation about its discriminatory acts against a majority black community. The NAACP filed a complaint against the department last year over what it is called the state's gross mishandling of water crisis. Mississippi DEQ Executive Director Chris Wells refuted the claims in a 20-page letter released Thursday. Wells wrote that the city um, rights organization failed to the allege a single fact to support any argument that is the agencies discriminating against the cities whose population is more than 80% black. Um, Aubrey Connor, Director of Environmental and Climate Justice with the NAACP, thinks that the investigation is much needed despite the Mississippi DEQ Executive Director Chris Wells saying no discrimination happened. An opportunity for communities to understand that their voices are important. Um, it's an opportunity for communities to really be able to highlight the discrimination that's happening. 
Sounds like a lot of stuff going on there in Mississippi. Anyways, a Colorado family is desperately searching for a missing loved one after the first alert issued for the state's new missing indigenous person alert program. Jennifer Black Elk, a relative of the missing man, says that she is trying everything. We've been calling jails, hospitals, psych wards. I mean, we've been just doing whatever we can. 27-year-old Juan Bill Virgil is the first face of the missing indigenous person alert in for the state just days after the program was enacted. The Colorado Bureau of Investigation issued the alert on Tuesday after Vigil left relative home in Denver and never returned. The 2022 legislation to create such alerts is backed by the missing and murder indigenous relative task force. Nationwide, the Bureau of Indian Affairs estimates that there is about 4,200 missing and murdered cases involving indigenous people, or the MMIPS, um, with um, that have gone unsolved. Lynette Gray Bull, director of the founder of Not Our, Our Not Our Native Daughters, uh, believe. The, the systematic discrimination and racism can play a role in the attention of missing indigenous people cases received by making the new step for Colorado very, very important. Sense of urgency, whether it's from local media, whether it's from law enforcement, whether it's any other uh, realm of leadership, there's no reaction. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on right there. Let's talk about this real quick. Texting 911 instead of placing a call in Kent County is averaging about six texts a day received by dispatchers. The Sheriff's Office Communication Center Assistant Manager Jennifer Robinson says that she has seen a text from people who were unable to make the phone call along with alarms sent via text instead of a call. Open up your text message application, whichever one you prefer. You type 911 into the two field, just like you would dial, um, and then type your message. We prefer that you include your location first. Grand Rapids Police uh, Captain Terry Dixon says that they had a situation where a five-year-old boy texted 911 while watching his parents arguing for help came. Uh, Kent County Sheriff Officer Communication Center um, Center Assistant Manager Jennifer Robinson says that they are getting about six texts a day, as discussed. In kind of the standard, um, the texts from people that aren't able to make phone calls to us, um, as well as we started receiving some alarms via text message instead of a phone call. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on right there. Let's talk about this. A man is facing attempted murder charges after two new work police officers were stabbed while responding to a domestic violence call yesterday. Lisa Salvatore reports. Police say the suspect was arrested at an apartment building on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. The injured cops were taken to University Hospital Thursday in stable condition and are expected to make a full recovery. A woman who works in the building's security office tells ABC7 the suspect frequently visits his girlfriend there. Meantime, the building's entrance was blocked off for hours as police conducted its investigation. Lisa Salvati, NBC News Radio, New jersey okay thank you lisa i think it's time to do that thing that we do oh it's friday so it's not happening here's more news here is the news on the rising our safety show Test story news in London. I'm Ollie Barrett. More revelations from Prince Harry's book have been leaked ahead of its release next week. They include him detailing how he killed 25 Taliban fighters while he was a helicopter pilot in Afghanistan. Other claims made are that Prince William was tormented over their father's affair with Camilla and that the brothers begged Charles not to remarry. Royal correspondent Peter Hunt says the memoir appears to diminish the chances of relations being repaired. Harry talks about there being the potential for reconciliation, the potential for him attending with his wife Meghan the coronation, the need, he says, from his perspective, for there to be accountability. I mean, humans have an amazing and extraordinary ability to adapt, but, you know, the gulf at the moment is cavernous and, and appears unbridgeable. I don't think this is a crisis. It's very damaging for them. The saga to vote in the next Speaker of the US House of Representatives continues, breaking records last set almost 165 years ago. Republican Kevin McCarthy's now lost 11 rounds of voting over three days, despite making major concessions 
to the group of hardliners in his party voting against him. Nick Harper reports from Washington. It's another one for the history books. The last time the House failed to elect a speaker on the first day of the new Congress was in 1923. Back then, things were decided in the ninth round of voting. But now, with more than 10 rounds of voting gone, this has become the most protracted speaker election since 1859. It all means the House remains paralysed, unable to start work or even swear in new lawmakers until a speaker is elected. McCarthy's detractors seem unwilling to rally behind him, despite concessions. And no other obvious candidate has been identified. I'm Nick Harper in Washington. China's dismissing criticism from the WHO about its management of the COVID outbreak in the country. Richard Kimber reports from Hong Kong. China's foreign ministry says the country's health authorities have had multiple meetings with the World Health Organization since the start of the pandemic and have always been willing to share information and data with the international community in an open and transparent manner. It says the WHO should take a science-based approach to its assessment and play a more positive role in addressing the pandemic. It comes after the WHO accused China of underrepresenting the true impact of COVID in the country and categorising COVID deaths too narrowly by international standards, resulting in the death toll appearing far lower than it should be. Many countries around the world have imposed testing requirements on travellers from China due to COVID-19 concerns about the outbreak. Beijing says those are politically motivated. Richard Kimber in Hong Kong. Afghanistan's Taliban government is set to sign a deal with China to drill for oil over 25 years. The project in northern Afghanistan would be the first major energy agreement with a foreign firm since the Taliban took power two years ago. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. With no further ado, a look at the fallout from revelations contained in Prince Harry's memoir, in which he calls his brother Prince William his arch-nemesis and claims that the heir to the British throne physically attacked him in a row over the character of Harry's wife, Meghan Markle. What to make of it all? Royal commentator Peter Hunt. What uh, supporters of the institution would say is we need to take a step back, we need to take a breath, we need to regulate, and we need to remember that this is an institution that weathered and thrived and survived and abdication crisis, the war of the Waleses, the marriage of Charles and Diana disintegrating in the 1980s, the collapse of three of the four marriages of the late Queen's children, the death of Diana in 1997. That week was probably the worst week of Queen Elizabeth's reign. They survived all that. They have prospered. And so supporters would say we need to sort of sooner breathe and look at that this In that context, I think what has changed in terms of the context is as each year passes, that level of deference that was once extended towards the royal family has abated and reduced. And I think the other key issue that the institution in particular will be focusing on is how young people see all of this and their their interpretation of how the institution has treated Harry and Meghan. In polls, it is the younger people who show sort of less strength in terms of their uh, support for the institution of the British monarchy. We already know what's in the book, and it's not officially out until next Tuesday. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap the top stories, the revelations from Prince Harry's book continue ahead of its release next week. The saga to vote in the next Speaker of the US House continues, breaking records last set over 160 years ago. China's dismissing criticism from the WHO about its management of COVID and Afghanistan's Taliban government is set to sign a deal with China to drill for oil over 25 years. That's the latest Feature Story News. Ollie Barrett reporting. Prepare yourself. We are now being distributed on iHeartRadio. Listen on iHeartRadio app. Radio Big. Okay, let's go. Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial.
now, our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Snarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Have you ever wanted to start live streaming and were not sure how to do it? You can start live streaming up to 40 social media platforms all at one time for as little as nada. It's going to cost you your time. That is what it's going to cost. You can pre-record. You can live stream. You can do a multitude of things. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com O-N-E. Currently 42 minutes past the top of the hour. This one right here is Hollywood Rodeo by Gabrielle Grace. Songs readily available on Spotify and iTunes. You know, I always think it's interesting when people contact me and go, why don't you have like a consistent song that you do? Well, we do it on some of the other shows, just not on this one. And the difference in music is because I like different genres, and I definitely want you to be able to take a a listen to the different things that are out there. So thanks to Gabrielle Grace for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show, Hour 1 of the G. Allen in the Morning Show. So let's get into it. Let's get into the moves and the grooves of the things that we have going on because it is important. So there you go. Uh, So there you go right there. Um, So let me ask a question. Let me ask a question because you know that um, during this time of the year, a lot of people start going back to the gym or go to the gym for the first time in a very long time. Have you managed to do that? Have you managed to go out and say, okay, gym season is among us, and that's what I want to do. I'm, I'm going to get beach ready uh, for the summer, or I want to be healthier. I don't know. I'm just asking the question because I was looking at it this week, and I have done, uh, we'll say we've done exercising, but I have not managed to make it to the gym yet as of this week. And I keep on going, is it going to be all important? Because I don't like crowds when it comes to the gym stuff. That's um, That's for sure. Just bringing that up. Anyways, let's talk about some some important stuff because I think that's going to be um, the thing to do now. So, 
if I get to tell you anything in my lifetime that I deem as super important, it's the information that I'm going to share with you right now. And that's about my friends at the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. They can help you prevent suicide. The Lifeline provides 24-7 free and confidential support for people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you and your loved ones and the best practices for professionals in the United States. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to 988lifeline.org. That's 988lifeline.org. Or you can text the word TALK to 988 or just call 988. That will get everything moving and grooving. Listen, there's times throughout the, you know, through our lifetimes that we go through struggles and the suicide in crisis lifeline is there for you. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Make sure you remember that even though you might sit back and go, well, this doesn't apply to me. You might have somebody in your lifetime that might need that information. So keep that in mind as we are talking. A lot of stuff uh, going on this morning as we are hanging out and talking about all the fun stuff that is going on uh, out there. So there you go. A lot of things. Let's talk about this real quick as we briefly spoke about it yesterday. At least six people are dead as a violent storm bound Northern California. NBC's Miguel Arbogad has more. 21 million remain under a flood watch. Wind shredded the region up to 106 mile an hour gusts in the mountains. A 19 year old woman was killed when her car hydroplaned on a flooded street and slammed into a utility pole in Fairfield, east of San Francisco. And a two year old boy was killed when a redwood tree fell on a double wide mobile home in Sonoma County. Four other deaths are blamed on the New Year's weekend storm three flood victims found in in or near their cars and an elderly man found dead under a fallen tree as many as 180,000 homes and businesses in northern and central california had no power on early thursday california volunteer firefighter chief ron ludardi describes the tragedy after the death of a two-year-old boy in um in occidental california on scene, a frantic father came out of the house holding the child. One man describes a scene in his front yard Wednesday after the night storm. I, I had to do a double take. It, it was like a bomb went off. So, I mean, it is sounds like all kinds of terrible stuff going on in that particular area as we are talking. There is no doubt about that. So there you go, some information. Let's get into it real quick. Some other things that are going on inside of the world. Are you keeping um? Are you keeping uh, notice on what the hell is going on with uh the, the new tech for the 2023 edition of the Consumer Electronics Show? Uh, the most influential tech that's going on. If so, there's a lot of interesting stuff coming up, and I would love to tell you a little bit more about that. And we'll do that in hour number two of the Jing Allen of the Morning Show. So if you want to come across, we'll talk about some of those things that are going on on that side of the equation because those things are going to be important. Uh, taking a look around at some other stuff because we did talk a little bit about it this morning. So, after 11 rounds of voting, the House representative remains without a speaker. The congressman-elect voted Thursday evening again to adjourn, and will try again at 11 a.m. Central Time today. So, there you go. Some stuff going on right there. There was no winner on Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $940 million jackpot or a $483.5 million cash payout. No winner for Wednesday night's Powerball or no Wednesday night's drawing. Uh, Saturday night's drawing will be for $325 million jackpot or $165.2 million cash payout. So there you go. Some stuff that is going on right there what else are we seeing around as we are talking take a listen to this um we spoke earlier in the week about dana white so it he has a show that's called power slap is being delayed following his physical fight with his wife over new year's eve while there were serious discussions to pull the show all together insiders from tbs told page six instead the premiere date has just been pushed back power slap featured two fighters slapping each other in the face with um, a time to turns until one emerges victorious. That sounds like an interesting time. Uh, there is no doubt about that. 
Uh, what are you What are you doing this weekend? Uh, watching some people power slap each other. Yep, I said that. I said that out loud. Anyways, let's bring some John Smalls inside of here and let him tell you about what the hell's going on with the Motivation Minute. Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by Al. Rick Warren said, The past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. The past is a place of learning, not a place of living. I love this. I remember being taught you can't drive forward if you're looking in the rearview mirror. It's a surefire way to have an accident. Now, there's nothing wrong with a quick glance back once in a while. That's actually a good idea to remember where you've been. But fix your eyes on what lies ahead and focus your time navigating the path forward. This will give you the very best chance of going the places you intend to go rather than getting off track because you were not paying attention. Remember to have fun. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Hello, I'm Richard, actually, with your one-minute devotion. When the Apostle Paul writes in Philippians 2 that Jesus emptied himself to become fully human, he's not saying Jesus emptied himself of his divine nature. Rather, As the Phillips Modern English translation states, he stripped himself of every advantage. He was still divine, but he freely chose to live life as a man to fully identify with our human condition. Philippians 2 says his state was divine, yet he did not cling to his equality with God, but emptied himself and became as men are. Jesus, we are in awe of your holy love, and we worship you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. If these devotions are a blessing and an encouragement to you, you can subscribe at OneMinuteDevotion.com. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by LSMorgan.com. The problem with having too much fat is not the fat itself, but its changed function. What does that mean? When fat cells start to accumulate, they form adipose tissue. A little bit of that is good to help protect our internal organs. But when there's too much of it, the side effects become a problem. All the excess fat ends up triggering hormonal changes, causing a lot of estrogen to float around, which makes us store more fat. Additionally, fat takes up all the fat-soluble vitamins, such as A, D, E, and K. So the vitamins we need to burn fat end up getting locked up. And lastly, any toxins that we consume end up getting stored there as well, because that's a safer place for them to go than hitting our liver. In other words, the fat becomes a store pool for a bunch of wasted vitamins and toxins. For additional resources, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. I don't know. It's all about the stuff that is going on as we talk about it. That is for sure. Um, So a lot of stuff still going on. A lot of stuff still to talk about. There is no doubt about that. There always seems a, a never-ending uh, sequence of news. Let's talk about this real quick. The city of Riverview will start... Uh, um, accepting marijuana business applications this morning starting at 9 a.m. Several businesses have been camped or several several businesses have been camped out for the past nine days to be among the first to submit. Uh, Kinship Cannabis Company brand ambassador Andrew Curtis says it's been worth sleeping there. More than anything, we definitely want to be in our community. The city ordinance says the cannabis business needs to be separated by at least 300 feet in specific commercial zones. Uh, the Kinship Cannabis Company branded Ambassador Andrew Cruder says that he is excited to put their application in at Riverside. We're so happy to be at the forefront of our ship, if that's what you want to call it, sailing into this new avenue in our own backyard, in our own community. So there you go. Some interesting stuff as we are talking. Anyways, uh, more information is coming out in light of the Times Square New Year's Eve attacker. Liz Warner has more information. 
On multiple charges, prosecutors say 19-year-old Trevor Bickford traveled to New York City specifically to kill people and carry out jihad, and that he deliberately waited in Times Square until an officer was isolated before attacking him with a machete. He attacked three officers before being shot himself. Prosecutors also said Bickford called all government officials targets, adding they cannot be proper Muslims because the United States government supports Israel. He was already on an FBI watch list following concerns about his radicalization as expressed by his own family members. Liz Warner, NBC News Radio. Okay, thank you, Liz, for the information. Take a listen to this. First baseman and outfielder Nate Colbert, who um, started in the first full major league season with the San Diego Padres back in 1969, has died. Colbert was instantly a fan favorite, wearing the brown and gold uniform colors. In his first year, he hit 24 home runs. After spending six years with the team, Colbert traded, but not before, slugging 163 homers in a Padres uniform. And to this day, that's an individual club record that still stands. A three-time All-Star, Colbert is in the team's Hall of Fame. He was 76. I'm Phil Farrar. Okay, thank you, Phil, for the information right there as we are talking because it is time to talk a little bit about everything. Take a listen to this. The IRS is out with a list of the top criminal investigations of 2022, and Sarasota case is near the top. Take a listen to this. Florida was sentenced to 23 years in federal prison after he was found guilty of stealing more than $80 million from at least 700 investors. Prosecutors say DeCorda and his co-conspirators used the money from the Ponzi scheme to fund a lavish lifestyle. The Sarasota case is number two on what the IRS calls its top 10 most prominent and high-profile criminal investigations of the last year. Number one on the list is the theft and fraud case involving disgraced former lawyer Michael Avenatti. I'm Rick Hoschel. Okay, thanks, Rick Horschel, for that information right there. Let's talk real quick about some things that happened back on this date. Back in 2018, John Gruden returns to the NFL as the head coach of the Oakland Raiders. The move comes after a he spent nearly a decade broadcasting on ESPN Monday Night Football. That happened back in 2018. If we're looking at some birthdays for today, let's talk about some of those. Uh, Jamie's Winston turns 29, Alex Turner 37, Eric Trump turns 39, Kate McKinnon that turns 39. Uh, let's see. Julian Chen, 53. Norman Reedus, 54. And Rowan Atkinson turns 68 today. If you are looking at some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you. It's Three Kings Day, National Take Down the Christmas Tree Day, uh, World Day of War Orphans, Apple Tree Day, National Shortbread Day, National Bean Day, and National Cuddle Up Day. Hey now, cuddle update. That sounds like an interesting one as we are talking. What else do we have going on? Let's take a look real quick before we get you into the next thing. That is for sure. If you need some whack facts for today, 91% of people skip the first slide of bread just because it's ugly. If you ran literally at a snail's pace, it would take you 18 months to finish a marathon. The word gymnastics comes from the two Greek words meaning to train naked. This is because many Greek athletes could train and compete naked uh, for the ancient Olympic Games. So there you go. A high-quality uh, Persian rug can last about 500 years. Ed Sheeran has ketchup bottles tattooed on his arm. Hey, for each of their own. Tom Cruise writes with his right hand but does almost everything else with his left. Think about that. That's an interesting one. Anyways, if you need a random joke for today, I have one of those for you. Sundays are always a little sad, but the day before this is a Saturday. You get it? A Saturday. Okay. Um, if you need something for the for a phone starter, try this. What was one of the best days of your life? The average person, you well, you can try this question if you want to use it for the water cooler. The average person has 725 of these. What are they? Contacts in their phone. Yeah, 725. Anyways, before I forget, if you are interested in coming out and hanging out at our Safety Differently workshop taking place in Santa Fe, New Mexico in the month of March, you can find out more information at safetyfm.io or you can just scan the little barcode OD or QR code that's listed right there on the screen or inner, depending on what the hell you have going on. We would love to see you there if you want to come out, hang out, and take a look at what the hell is going on inside of the world of Safety Differently. There is no doubt about that what else 
That's going to pretty much sum it up, unless you want to go into hour two with me, going over to RadioBig.fm exclusively to do all the fun stuff that we're going to do over there. Anyways, if I can leave you with a deep thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Happiness is like a kiss. You must share it to enjoy it. Think about that. It's kind of an interesting one to think about. That is for sure. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is you, the listener, because without you, there is no reason to do this. That is for sure. Anyways, I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. I hope you have an excellent weekend. If you're not coming along, I'll see you Monday. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.